You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room. And watch the watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it, and I run in that first thing back. Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. We'll kick things off here in just a few minutes with uh, Flashback Friday. Get get them a feedback, uh, James. But listen, we got a great show lined up for you. Would love for you to be a part of the program. You can be a part of the program by calling 205 342 9904. 205 342 9904. The Taco Casa Hotline is open for business. So glad that you have chosen to make us part of your day. You can also uh send your thoughts your topics your conversations your um suggestions whatever on chat if you tune in via social media and remember you can always take us with you wherever you go uh by tuning in or downloading the tide 109 app on your smartphone going to tide109.com and we at tide109.com don't forget that not only can you listen or go back and listen to old uh um, podcast, but you can also get some great up-to-date articles and topics that you may not find anywhere else because we are your home for Alabama sports. It's top 100.9. Remember this. It's always true. This is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to, no- to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. All right, let's get right into the program. Good morning, James. How you doing, sir? Good morning. It's good to be with you, Martin. Hopefully, you're having an uh, awesome day so far. And, uh, man, I'm ready to kick it off this morning and have some good conversation. Absolutely. That's the only way to do it, man. So I'll kick it over to you for a little true-false. By the way, the phone lines are open, uh, and so you can call in. But just remember that we are having some time uh, of true-false. So if you don't get the call answered, it's just because James is working a double shift. So keep calling, and we'll get you worked into the conversation. Go ahead, James. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get you in, guys. So don't, don't, don't worry <laughs> about that. All right, uh, here's a good one that I, I was thinking about. Some of these are some things that I was thinking about last night. Um, but here's, a, here's an interesting one to kind of start, our, uh, start off our day here. Uh, true or false, Martin, instead of making an expansion in the playoff, it would be better to make a Power 5 championship and a group of five championships separately. Well, it, it, man, like if you really want to be fair and, and, and ultimately create something for all who play, uh, that is the best option, I would say, true in this sense. There is virtually zero chance of a group of five getting in unless the power five is absolutely horrible. I do not see a group of five getting into the championship game. I mean, into the playoffs right now, uh, even if you go six, um, they, they, they may get in, but what I think you would have, if they went six, for instance, uh, James, what do you think the first thing is going to happen? There's going to be five what conference champions, 
Right. Every conference champion is going to get in. And that will be the, the way the rule will be written. We will have five conference champions and what? An at-large bid. Who would get that at-large bid? Okay, let's Cincinnati? go back to the book. <laughs> no. That, think about this. You think Cincinnati would have got that large over Texas A&M this year? Yeah, probably not. Okay, let's go back last year. Does anybody in the group of five get it over Alabama last year? No. Okay, go back even further. Uh, would they get it over any of the other power fives that were like five and six? You know, it, it, it's always been Notre Dame just left out, or or a USC just left out, or or uh, a Penn State the year that Ohio got it, State got in and Penn State didn't. You see what I'm saying? It's always been somebody just like like out of one of the conferences that was a little bit better. I, I I've I've even said this, and I know this sounds crazy, but it didn't sound as crazy once uh, COVID happened. James, I've been saying that uh, they should have their own league. There, there should be a split, uh, and they should have their own league and maybe even flip it to the spring, and then they would get all of those revenue dollars, and they would see uh, – people would watch spring football uh, if it was college-based because you have a natural fan base already – that that that's what they do. They they're 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 college students, they're alumni, and then the rest of us would join in as well. Yeah, I think the only drawback to that for me is that you know you really. I, I guess it wouldn't matter so much in the group of five. Um, so that would be a good idea. But I think the only thing that that would concern me is that you're competing with basketball, and, and especially a lot of these group of five schools who aren't known very much for football. And have pretty decent basketball programs might suffer a little bit. Um, no, I, I, you just started after March Madness. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could. You see what that. I'm saying? I mean, you don't, you don't commit, you you don't com- go from, you know, uh, either you started right at the end of March Madness, which I wouldn't. I would start right after March Madness, have a eight to ten week season right into the summer where you would be the big dog, um, where everybody, why the power fives are, are having their spring practice, you will be having a season. That makes sense. I, I, I like that. That's a good idea. And, and I think you're right. I think people watch football, so I think it would be something that, that people, you know, when sports wasn't on in March and, and things like that, you know what sport, Martin, I got into because it was the only one that was on? Golf. Yeah. I, and and I love playing golf. I love playing it, but I never really sat down and watched a whole golf tournament. But because yeah. golf was the only sport on, it, it was enjoyable. My wife and I every Saturday, we we or Friday and Saturday, we'd get up and watch Bryson DeChambeau or Justin Thomas or Tiger uh, play golf, and, and it's because it was available. And I think you're, you you make a great hole, point. Corn, cornhole can sell advertising. I love cornhole. I, I do too. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and, and what what happens after um, um, football's over? Right now, there's as many fanatic football fans about recruiting as there is anything else. Then they'll they'll switch over to basketball. Some of them, but think about it. we've had some of the people, man. Uh, on this show, we had people say they've not watched basketball. Alabama's the second win in this program in the SEC history, and we've had people that have never watched it that listen to this show, and we've had people that have not watched it since Wimp Sanderson. So I know there's a lot of sports fans out there that will watch, but, you know, I, I think it'd be interesting. Like I said, I just think you just create that. Um, and uh, and I know that some of the D3 schools are going to have football seasons, uh, four, five, six games this spring. It'll be interesting to see how that's followed. We we hey listen, dude. Alabama gets how many people to come to uh, um, spring game? <laughs> Think about a that. Lot. A lot. A <laughs> lot. So just imagine those other fans. What would they do if their team was playing? They would be at the stadium. So that's true. All right. I I know that that kind of sidetracked a little bit, but we we got plenty of time. We got a whole hour to get true false in. Let's go. Let's roll. All right, uh, let's transition a little bit uh, to what happened yesterday. Obviously, there were a number of players 
uh, who who opted for the NFL draft, Mac Jones, Jalen Waddle, uh, just to name a couple. Uh, but true or false, out of all the players so far who have opted to go into the NFL draft, true or false, Jalen Waddle was the most surprising. Um. Yeah, it, you know, like if you talk about the early guys, you have Mac Jones, Christian Barmore, Patrick Sertain, and Jalen Waddle. And um, at the beginning of the season, he was the he and Sertain was obviously uh, locks uh, to leave no matter what. And then you'd have Barmore, and no one thought Mac Jones would even be considering it. So you would have to go that. That's the way it probably lined up. But once he got hurt, and then even with what you saw the other day, that would make you question. But, yeah, he would be the most shocking. Not It's not shocking that he decided to make this move because he believes he'll be healed. But he would be the most shocking of those four, being that he is the only one that's not completely healthy now. And so he's going in. or He announced on a bad wheel, but he won't have to compete and earn his spot on a bad wheel. Well, I I think my only point to this question is that I was kind of spoiled with Devontae in Mm. in the fact that, you know, Devontae could have gone into the NFL last season, and and he wouldn't have been as high as he's going to get drafted this year. Uh, And and I think Jalen, there are some mock drafts that have Jalen going in the first round late. I I saw one to Oakland uh, at 17, I believe it was. But I, I still feel like, because of what Devontae was able to do this year, I feel like Jalen, because of his injury, could have had maybe not a Heisman year, but he could have had that same type of explosive year had he stayed one more year. But I think that's just because Devontae made it look so easy. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then you have to ask your question, is it the fear of the unknown that made Waddle leave? Waddle right now had – almost 600 yards in the equivalent of four games, right? Um, And showed his explosiveness. And if he can show that explosiveness in all of the training drills, he'll he'll run up the board some more. I think the unknown of the quarterback and the unknown of the OC probably went into – I think if Sark was still here, uh, Waddle may have came back. I really do. I think Sark being here – would have given him a comfort level that, okay, here's a guy who knows how to get me the ball in space and and, 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 and move me around and not let me be, you know, double teamed consistently and get me running open. I don't know about this Bill O'Brien guy. Hey, let's go ahead and get the break here so we can make sure we uh, – I think we have a caller – um, let's go ahead and get Robert before we go to break, and uh, and then we'll come back and we'll f- do some a little more true false. Robert, you're in with the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, man? Hey guys. Hey, hey man. Uh, yeah, like like you said, I guess that's the most surprising, but but wobble, but it's not surprising. I mean, the guy's right. going to get a first round grade. <laughs> Can't right. turn out a first round grade. Smitty, it was uh, it was fifty fifty last year. It beat be a first round pick. And, you know, it wasn't 100% like it was wild. I mean, that's, well, that's 100%. Yeah, the, only, the only reason, Robert. Year too. I think it was more wide receivers that had a proven track record last year. Um, and I think the fact that you saw two guys from the same team go last year in the first round and they both played well uh, helped this year as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, Jalen Wilder, he'll be, he'll be a first-round pick. There's no question about it. Well, it drives me crazy is uh, people who don't want to pick Mac Jones in the first round or they somehow think the game has passed him by. <laughs> you'll be you'll, 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 they'll be surprised how a good quarterback, my pocket pass like Mac Jones, can easily prove the game has not passed him by. You still got to perform in the pocket. I mean, you know, all this running around is, is nice to look at, but it, those guys, but the, the, the elites, all can still pass in the pocket. So. That ain't, that's not gone. I don't know why people somehow think it is. It has not gone. You're not going to be an elite quarterback unless you can perform in that pocket. Hey, it's listen. Hey, Robert. Or not. Uh, you, so, yeah. I wish they had all gone together. I'm surprised they didn't all announce yesterday together. I thought that was, hey, you know, you, you know, Smitty and, uh, and Najee. So I was wondering uh, what happened to them. Why they had been announced yet. They, 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 go, but I 
they, they want to just get one to do something else. Oh, well, real quick, Bart. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I commend you, man, for getting into that fray. And <laughs> and we need people like you to get into it. Is you can't keep complaining about it and saying things are bad, things are bad, things are bad. You know, there's no good people in politics when good people don't run for politics for office. I mean, right. the system discourages good people like you from running for office. But it doesn't mean. But we have. But we need to start trying. And, Otherwise, we'll keep this. I mean, this system has been shown to be highly corrupt over the last several, especially the last several months. And it, it can't be fixed without good people. So I sure appreciate you doing it, man. I just wish you'd run for governor or something. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir. Hey, hey, Robert, back to thank you. And back to your point about the. Um, uh, the reason they didn't announce is because yesterday was just for the guys who had to declare early. Um, I don't know if Nick Saban will do one. They he usually doesn't do anything for seniors per se, unless they all get together and decide to do it. It's always about the guys who have to publicly say one way or the other. That was part of it um, with him as well. And then I, you know, I always ask people that say uh, the game has passed guys like Mac Jones by. Um, first of all, Patrick Mahomes is in a category all by himself. Okay. So, so, so Patrick Mahomes could be the best pocket passer, the most best dual threat guy, the best scrambler. He could be better in any of those categories. Okay, that that's number one. But let's let's go back. Uh, Russell Wilson and um, Patrick Mahomes won Super Bowl. Who's won the other ones in between those? Tom Brady, the same right? guy, the same guy who's hopefully going to win it uh, uh, here in in a couple weeks. <laughs> I, I hate Tom Brady, just so you know, James. No, um, stop it. Anyway, we'll have to have that conversation. Tom Brady, but what about what about was it Nick Foles? Yeah, uh, Nick Foles with the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. What wouldn't Nick Foles be a lot like Mac Jones? Yeah, I I actually have heard comparison. I know you're not going to like it, but I, I've actually heard comparison to Mac Jones and, and a similar to Tom Brady as a young player. Uh, both uh, both similar body of work, uh, and, and bodies. <laughs> well, that that too, yeah, that too. <laughs> so anyway, hey Robert, thanks, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Hey, but no, seriously, um, James. So you know, you've not heard this. I cannot stand Tom Brady, but but I know why. I'm jealous. Okay, the guy is is a good looking guy. His wife is a model. Um, he, he, he's a professional football player and he's a quarterback and he's won six, uh, 12, a hundred Super Bowls. I understand. And he played in new England, which I hate. So I understand why I know it's jealousy, but I just wanted you to know that's how I feel. I was, I was, I was with you until he put that Bucks Jersey on. And then all of a sudden, some reason I didn't hate him as much anymore. I don't know why I, Oh, oh, so you're saying you can be bought because, oh, that's right, you're a Tampa Bay fan. So, see, I'm a LeBron James fan, so I follow LeBron wherever well, he I goes. I love LeBron. I love yeah. me some LeBron. I love him. Wherever LeBron goes, that that, may, that very well will become my favorite basketball team. So, just FYI, I'm actually a Lakers fan now. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I get it with Tom Brady and, and you and your Tampa Bay Bucks. Hey, go back on the other side. We'll have a little true-false uh, continuation. If you want to get in on the conversation, we'll get you in. Lake Martin, John Hall, we'll get you on the other side. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, everything looking good on our roadways of this Friday morning with traffic moving well. But if you do see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886. It's savings time at Towns of Nissan, your hometown dealer with extra incentives and top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. A mixture of clouds and sunshine today. Tuscaloosa's high 51. For tonight, becoming mostly cloudy, the low at 30. Tomorrow, partially sunny, the high 47. And Sunday and Monday, the sky mostly sunny both days. Highs very close to 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow
grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit him online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Let's get right back into the conversation. Hey, we have uh, Lake Martin John on the phone. So before we start the true false questions back up, let's get to Lake Martin John. Lake Martin John, you're in with the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, man? Good morning, gentlemen. Hope all is well. All is well. Wonderful. Listen, one of the things we were talking about, you know, I've always hated that dead spot between uh, football seasons, but, uh, Am I correct in thinking that the FCS is about to start their season uh, this spring in football? I don't know if they're going to do it. I mean, I've heard a lot of people say they were going to do it. Um, But, you know, my son's been recruited a little bit, and Mm -hmm. we've talked to some uh, a couple schools and and a couple of the D3 schools like – only schedule we're able to get four games scheduled and uh, uh a couple of them are playing each other twice and then guess what they're worried about playing those because you know what they said they said man martin we're doing everything we're supposed to do but we don't know if the other schools will even do what they're supposed to do and the conferences came back and told them like martin john listen what no like i said the fcs could do it i don't know but yeah so as uh, what i'm what i'm seeing right now Martin, it looks like the FCS is going to play in the spring. So this is what this is what we know now in this quarter of the NCAA. Uh, it looks like the the fall championship uh, is going to be played in the spring. The championship currently scheduled for April 18th through May 15th, with 16 teams making the playoff field as opposed to the usual 24. In the 16-team bracket, 11 teams will automatically qualify. Via conference championships, the remaining five will be at large. Schools that opted to play games in the fall will have their results considered in the selection process for the spring championship field. Wow. Okay. Now, well, now has that been that. updated recently, or that's what they were saying at the uh, beginning? That's, that's as of November 12th, 2020. Yes. So that's, I mean, it's not super recent, but it's not super old either. And the reason but, I say that is because. I've talked to a couple, and and they said, yes, part of it was that that publicly they were saying that we were going to schedule games and all this stuff, but then they told us, hey, you guys can play, but we're not going to get into the scheduling. Mm -hmm. That's part of the (laughs) – you know, and so if you were in a conference, you were were cool, okay? Yeah. Uh, I think because a lot of the conferences – but then when you drop down to the D3 level – uh, they're not even making their conferences play the, uh, in, in some places. So it's going to be interesting to see how, how it all plays out. But their biggest concern um, from the coaches I spoke to, uh, Lake Martin, John, and James, was simply people having that didn't play and their ability to have protocol in place to control the virus. They, yeah. they just don't know. They don't know if these other teams have or will or or anything. So, well, we uh, never do. We didn't know that even at our level of football at Alabama. You know, we didn't know that. It, how much money did they say Alabama spent on COVID protocol? Ooh. I think it was like nine million or something. Yeah. Some oh, crazy number. I've heard anywhere from three to I had not heard nine, but I heard anywhere from three and a half to six million. Wow! On testing, what? FCS Division Three, Division Two school can spend that kind of money to keep their players because uh, we saw what it takes. It takes that type of commitment uh, yeah. to, to 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 be free. The other schools in Division One, Power Five, and across the country were not able, were not willing to make that type of commitment. And Alabama yeah. was, and Alabama was a team that played thirteen games. 
Yeah, it, and that, uh, oh, that kind of money is the entire athletic budget for all but the D3 schools. I mean, uh, yeah, Alabama is very privileged in that, in, in that market right there. One other thing, I'll, and I'm going to keep an eye on that FCS because I'd, I'd love to be able to get some football in the, uh, Absolutely. In the spring here. One question I just wanted you guys to throw around a little bit. This championship was a, a little different to me in the sense that I noticed that after the past couple of championships, there was always this talk about, well, Saban's got to be close to retiring. He he looks like, or he said something, he looked like he was tired. He looked like, man, I haven't heard any of that talk after this championship. Have you? <laughs> That'd be a good true-false. True-false, do you think Nick Saban is, is, is closer to retiring now than he was at the beginning of 2020, or is he is retirement further away? What do you think, Martin? Oh, I think I think he is definitely uh, a lot further away from retiring now than he was before the season. <laughs> That's what I love <laughs> to hear. Right. Hey, listen, yeah. I'm really, really enjoying the show, Miss Joe. But James is doing a great job. Uh, I should be where I'm playing hooky from where Joe is. I should be after 21 <laughs> days of prayer myself. But uh, anyway, y'all have a good day, and uh, Mayor Martin sure does sound good to me. <laughs> All right, thanks. Roll tight. Roll tight. Right, hey, uh, James, I'll kick it to you. Uh, hey, let's go ahead and get the break, and we'll come back and start this, the second half. Hey, do you? What do you think of that true false question I just threw out there impromptu? Um, I think that Nick Saban is uh a, the the greatest coach in college football history. And if that man wants to coach for 10 more years, let him do it. Joe Pa, listen, Joe Paterno coached until he was like 100. I mean, you might as well just <laughs> let Nick Saban go as long as he – he said – I think Nick said the quote is something like, you know, as long as I can still throw the routes uh, to the receivers, I'm in. And so I, I'm telling you, as long as he's got it, let the man coach as long as he wants to. And I think COVID, without a doubt, uh, plugged him in even more. I think he is. I, I think he is more invigorated. I, you know what that week showed him? Oh my God! Is this what my life would be after football? <laughs> yep. And he was like, I don't like it. So you think uh, Miss Terry was like, dude, you need to get out. Like, like Miss Terry was like sitting there, <laughs> just like I always wonder that. Like, because you know, I was talking to one of my teachers yesterday, and they're like. They're like, yeah, my wife sat there for months and's like, wow, he's home all the time. And then he's like, now I went back to school and now she's like, wow, he's never home. You know, it's like, I wonder if Miss Terry was like that when he was home. Like, oh my gosh, he's here every day. And now, like, now he's back coaching. He's like, oh, he's never here. <laughs> all right. Hey, real quick, Chuck Hunt telling us that the SWAC had their virtual spring football media days on Wednesday and Thursday uh, in their FCS. So the SWAC is moving forward. So uh, that hopefully that means football is coming, uh, James, based on what you said earlier. Uh, North and, Dakota State University also is getting ready to start camp, I think, in a week. And, yeah, that, uh, I that's think a good sign then. It is, absolutely. That's a good sign. All right. Hey, Curtis Moore brings up something that uh, I'm going to throw out as a true-false to you, uh, on the other side, Curtis Moore II said, you bring up a good point, Lake Martin John. Not too long ago, folks were talking Dabo is taking over Alabama as the best team. Hmm? Is that battle still real? Is that still a possibility? True, false. We'll talk about that, and we'll get more true, false right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, everything looking good on our roadways of this Friday morning with traffic moving well. But if you do see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886. It's savings time at towns of Nissan, your hometown dealer with extra incentives and top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service 
experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show, the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9, made possible by great sponsors like Alabama One, uh, Credit Union, Alabama One, One Together, Taco Casa, Quality Taste Value, and the Biggest Cactus in Town, Overflow Express Wash, making your car look good, clean, uh, and sharp inside and out. Uh, Also, the great folks at Southmark Design, the official outfitter of the Martin Houston Show, uh, thank those guys and all the other great sponsors, including De- uh, Johnson Marshall Dentistry, which brings us our Christian moment of the week. Thank you, guys. Hey, let's get back to that conversation. Um, I'll let you ask uh, uh, your next true-false question. Oh, oh I was ready oh, to talk about uh, the, 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 the Nick Saban question you posed. Okay, right. So everybody, he he said. Uh, Curtis Moore said only shortly, a uh, few. Uh, well, last year actually, in my opinion, people were talking about Dabo Sweeney uh, replacing Nick Saban as, and not just best coach, but best program in in the country. Is Dabo and Clemson uh, in a position that they still will be the more dominant program? moving forward so here here's what i'll say to that based on the contract that Davo signed Davo signed a new contract in 2019 with clemson for 10 years which would put him into the 2028 season um so for me if you look at the timeline nick saban coaching another seven years doesn't seem like it's that long, to be honest. And if if they're getting close to the end of that deal, and you know, I, I feel like Davo, while there may not be a whole heck of a lot of people that like him, I like him. I, I actually think he's a great coach. Um, he sometimes says things that are a little iffy, but what you know, what coach doesn't other than Saban, I guess, but. But to me, I think if you're looking at this and saying, well, how long can Nick Saban go for? Then, you know, it, it's not crazy to think Saban could coach another six or seven years. Alabama could buy out that last year of, of Sweeney's contract and bring him in as the next head coach now that Sark is gone because you thought Sark would have been 
kind of the guy in waiting, but now he's off to Texas. So uh, there's a lot at play here, but I, I really think – I still think Dabo's the next guy here at Alabama. I really do. Okay, yeah, and, and I think you you took it from taking over in, in terms of replacing what Curtis was talking about, and I think what you just named is very, very possible, and I would be totally okay with that. But they're talking about from the standpoint of – is Dabo the best college and is Clemson the best program uh, in college football or is it Nick Saban? Uh, and does does that conversation change or continue now that Nick Saban won another national title? So, you're, so he's saying so he's saying that he thinks that Clemson and or he thinks people think Dabo and, and Clemson are better than Saban in Alabama. That was the conversation after last year. Oh, after last year. Okay. Well, I yeah. I must have missed that last part. But yeah, I, to be okay. honest, I I don't even think I don't even think after last year that that's accurate. I I think Dabo still has a long way to go to get to that same level. And I would totally disagree. They have played how many times head to head? A four, I believe. And what's the record? Uh, I think Clemson's two one more. Two and two. Right, two and two. Okay, it's two and two and two. Right? Didn't we beat them twice? They beat us twice. Oh, we beat them once in the in the championship game. We beat them in the college football playoffs twice, but in the championship game, Dabo's two and one. Okay, two and one. Um, and once in the semifinals, Saban won. Go back and look at those games. We. We barely beat them one year. They barely beat us one year. And then they destroyed us the other. And then we beat them pretty handedly in um in the conference champ I mean in the semifinals. So in 20, 2016, 2016, we won forty five to forty. Uh and, and, and was, what do we have to do what do we have to do to beat them in that game? Well, I mean, other than the obvious, you know, score more points, obviously, but you we, know, we got a, we had to get an onside kick and we had a punt return. I mean, a kickoff return for a touchdown, which that's part of the game. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying, head up, they had outplayed us, um, and and Nick Saban outcoached that, but he made a couple moves, and that onside kick was a sign of a great coach, okay. And, and he had seen something in film, and he was bold enough to call it. So I'm not knocking that. So that that's 2016. All right, and then 2017 in Tampa, Clemson won 35-31. Yep, on the last second. On the last second, right. 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 Uh, then 20, 2018 in New Orleans is when Alabama won 24-6, dominating. Yep. And then 2019 in Santa Clara, Clemson just took us to the woodshed 44-16. Okay. Oh, it's, so, so you're right. It's two and two. Two and two. But in the championship game, how many championship games have Nick Saban lost? Two, right? Uh, yeah, I believe that's accurate. And the only person to beat him in those championship games, Dabo. And LeRon McClain, LeRon McClain said, when I was talking about the special team, he said that's part of the game. And I agree. That's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not saying – I'm saying that we had, we had to call – that was supposed to be a positive for Nick Saban. To beat him in 2016, we, Coach Saban had to insert himself into that game. He had to um, he had to have a kickoff return, which he emphasizes kickoff return. That's the third of the game, and then he got an onside kick. I'm giving Coach Saban a compliment, props there. I'm not saying that as a negative. Uh, and then Lerone McLean said it was a pick play against Clemson, which of course we all know pick plays happen all the time. Part of the reason that uh, Devontae Smith was open so much was Sark knew how to draw brilliant pick plays. Part of the game is as long as you know how to execute on it, right, James? I would agree with that. Here, here's my point. The reason I say, at worst case, they're on the same track. Dabo Sweeney is 50 years old. 50. Maybe 51 now, Right. How many national championships and how many national championship games had Nick Saban played in at age 50? 
Yeah, that's something I know. Uh, at age fifty, boy, that's yeah, math. He's 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 sixty nine now or seventy? Sixty nine? I believe he's sixty nine. Yes. Okay, so he's been here fourteen years, right? And you have to go back. He was maybe fifty when he maybe maybe a fifty one, fifty two when he won because he was only at Miami what two years or three years? I believe it was two two years. So, yes, two years. So that puts him at. You know, uh, that so that's 16 years. So that puts him at 53, and he won it, and then coached one more year at LSU. So that puts him at, like, 51, right? So right, right now, he's right at the same age Dabo was when Dabo won, when, when he won his first one. Dabo's won two. And if there was no Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney at 50 years old would probably have four national titles. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't. I don't disagree with that. No, yeah. I, I just my yeah, only... I'm, I'm, at fifty potentially he would have four national titles potentially. Not, 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 not saying he would, but potentially if he didn't have to play the greatest coach in college football for his titles. But here's the question: How many more? If Dabo, if Dabo keeps his team playing at this level, at this level, for the next twenty years. All he has to do is every four years win a title, and he'll be tied with Saban. And he's in it every year for the last six years. And would 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 Clemson have played for another one this year if <clears throat> if they don't have a the quarterback get COVID and that lose that one game because they would have been the number one seed, right? They probably would have been the number one seed. Because they were number two with the one loss, and they probably wouldn't have lost in Notre Dame. I don't oh, think my- they would have been number one. I think Alabama was number one regardless of, of what happened. They still, I still think they still would have been two had they not lost. And and, and, that, and that's very possible. Um, and, and it would have probably been Texas A&M instead of Notre Dame uh, because Notre Dame yep. would have already had Because they would have lost two games, right. Correct, correct. So, so but here, here, here's my point that, that I'll leave why you can make the argument for um, – for Dabo. See, and everybody always says the conference is weak. I agree with that. But when they go head to head, they're the the the, the, the the you know, throw the conferences out the window when they go head to head. Here's here's what I'm saying. Nick Saban played coached in the Big Ten. He never got Michigan State to this level. Clemson was Michigan State when Dabo took it over. Right? Best, the best that Nick Saban finished at at Michigan State was in 1999, and they finished nine and two, and and they were tied for second. And, and and all I'm saying by that is I don't throw Dabo out because Nick Saban was great this year. I think Nick Saban and Dabo will battle it out for the remainder of Nick Saban's career. And I think every year or so you're gonna have the we're gonna be having this conversation. That Clemson's gonna be back next year. Alabama's gonna be back next year. And right now, the proponents think that Clemson has a better chance of being back than Alabama does. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, it's because saying, it's because of the quarterback situation mm-hmm. because they they have uh Valea or however you say it for Clemson. And mm-hmm. we have Bryce Young, who's played, but he's playing in blowout games. But the, the Clemson quarterback has had to come in and play big games, and he's performed in those games. Correct, correct. So that's what, that's what, all I'm saying is that that's a true false that could be uh, a debate. You know, I mean, Nick Saban is clearly the goat. I don't think if anybody thinks that Dabo, but I'm saying. Dabo has not done anything by losing to Ohio State, in my opinion, to fall out of that conversation. Um, uh, LeRon McClain asked you, James, which quarterback situation? And I think you you kind of explained that a little bit more uh, in the sense that Clemson has is neither one of them has a proven quarterback, but you would have to say that Bryce Young um, did not get to show us his wares, has the potential and was clearly the best, the, the highest rated quarterback coming out of high school. 
But uh, however you say that guy's name with all those T's used and letters up there at Clemson uh, was clearly uh, a guy who was ready to play uh, big-time college football this year uh, and, and showed that he could play at a, at a high level. Uh, so when you look at those two, um, mm, another good question. Do you think Ryan Day will be in the mix with Saban and Dabo year in and year out? Of course he will because he's at Ohio State, uh, which conference has about the same level of competition as the ACC. Dabo's path is easier. All of these coaches' path, Dabo's path is easier, and Ron Day's path to get there will always be easier than the SEC. That's why Nick Saban sits sits alone to me as the GOAT because of the path he's had to take uh, to get there Uh would Dabo be as successful right now at this point in his career in the SEC? He might if he had Alabama's uh, talent and teams. Um, Dabo he 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 wins by the year the year they won the national title. Uh, they beat everybody by twenty plus points, including Alabama. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying, James? He did to Alabama what he did to his ACC opponent. So. Um, I just saw somebody post this this picture. I know we got to get to break here, but they, they yeah. showed this picture. It said the year is twenty forty. Nick Saban refuses to retire. Alabama <laughs> has just won their thirtieth national title. College football still can't come up with a way to keep Bama out of the title picture, and they still ain't played nobody. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Well, man, hey, let's go ahead and get the break here. Come back on the other side. We'll put the finishing touches on this edition of the Martin Houston Show. Thanks for all those great comments and calls, guys. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we have a disabled vehicle on U.S. 43 northbound at Tears Patton Road with lane blockage and delays. Congestion McFarland westbound at 13th Street East. If you see other conditions, give us a call. It's savings time at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, with extra incentives and top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good morning, Tuscaloosa Mayor Walt Maddox getting some election competition. Former Crimson Tide football star, businessman, and Pastor Martin Houston told an announcement crowd he wants to take Tuscaloosa from being a good city to being a great city. Maddox, the incumbent, is seeking his fifth term in office. Qualifying for mayor, the city council, and city school board ends January 26th. Northport Mayor Bobby Herndon expected to be discharged from DCH Northport at some point today after almost a week of battling COVID-19. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama Sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Real quick, Curtis for a second. Saying Dabo will have a big test against Kirby. JT Daniels and the Bulldogs this upcoming season, though. Two schools not far apart in proximity. Uh, battling it out. Can't wait to see these two juggernauts go head-to-head. I'm still not it's, sold on Kirby. Yep. Yeah, I not. mean, Kirby, Kirby's the guy. I don't know if he can get to the next level. He may be just a, a more enthusiastic, better recruiting Mark Rick. And Mark Rick would have had national titles, too, had he not had to go against Nick Saban. I so, agree with that totally, 100%. Les Miles still be coaching, too, because he'd have a couple of national titles. 
if it wasn't for Nick Saban. Nick Saban's cost quite a few guys national title. That's why he has seven in his trophy case. Real quick, Pat, let's get to Pat. Pat, you went to Martin Houston. What's on your mind, man? First off, Martin, I want to tell you that you can count on me for any kind of fundraising help or whatever else you may need. Uh, and But anyway, hey, that y'all touched a little bit on the call could go in uh, several different ways, but the way that I wanted to go this morning is those Davos quarterback versus our quarterback. Uh, you know, I'm big time on recruiting, and when you go all the way back to high school, those two faced off against one another numerous times. Hey, guess who the winner was? Bryce Young. Well, and, Bryce uh, may have better players. I don't know. I, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> much, much superior talent that he made the throws, whether it was oh, running or whether it was throwing, Martin. And uh, that and that is going to be the difference. Uh, and and I'm still hoping that we're going to pick up a tight end that uh, we didn't, that we wasn't thinking we were going to get that went to LSU. Uh, yeah. I, That's I, a game changer. But, but we, am, am I correct in assuming that we just lost our tight end coach defected too? Is that true? Uh, Jeff Banks? Yes. Yeah, Jeff Banks is the first million-dollar special teams coach in the history of college football by signing with Texas. Hey, wow. hey Pat, I'm, I'm – Anyway, I, I, I know you're, get... up against, you're, you're up against it, but, but, but Martin, yeah, hey, seriously, hey, you can count on me. I got all kinds of equipment to help out in uh, fundraisers and stuff. So uh, well, give I'm... me a holler when you get a chance. Have a great day. I will. Bye-bye. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate that. DW, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Hey, Martin. You obviously got Dabo listening this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling. Just, I'm selling I, Dabo. I'm, I'm buying Dabo now. I'm, I'm buying Saban right now, too. But, oh, Absolutely. Uh, hey, Dabo took a good program and made it great. So, you know. Yeah, I, he did. That's what the past year on. I tell you what. I tell, let me tell you what about next year, though, I think. Clemson, Alabama. Um. They're going to be good year in, year out. Just Y'all been on it, but the question from year to year to me is what team rises up and has the general at quarterback that gets it done? Because it takes a general at quarterback to win this stuff. It's too complicated. There's too much going on. They've got to see too many things. These guys are too fast. And you look at what Mac did this year and just different quarterbacks year to year, even in the NFL. You know, that you is a have great a general question. out there on the field to lead the team. I, that, that is a great question, Don, and one that will have to be answered. Uh, whoever has that general rise up, and somebody does it every year, who will this upcoming year uh, is yet to be determined. Thanks, DW. We appreciate that. Right, I listen to fans and guests. Uh, I could be signing off for. Uh, the last time for uh, a, a month or so, as I have decided to uh, run Tuscaloosa, um, I'll be still doing things on Facebook, but may not be able to come to you live over the radio airways due to FCC rules and guidelines. I want to thank you for all your support on this great show. The Martin Houston Show is not going away, but I may not be able to host it each and every day. But I do this as I do every day. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not in your own understanding in all your ways. All your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct and establish your paths. Thank you for the fans, the callers, the interviews, the producers, and all uh, for making this a great show. For the Martin Houston Show and for Martin Houston, I say see you on the flip side. Thanks, guys, and roll tide.